Imagine how much better the world would be if everyone was just a little more intentional about being thoughtful and kind. You'll hear how Barb Payton is working to make this happen with her vision for August 28th as National Thoughtful Day and her Thoughtful Pinch brand on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I am excited to welcome Barb Payton, the founder of Thoughtful Pinch Brand, which she has built around the natural practice of thoughtfulness and enhancing other people's lives. Barb is also the creator of National Thoughtful Day, which is coming up in 2023 on Monday, August 28th. Whether it be writing thank you cards to teachers on her thank you card Thursday or using other means to spread positivity, the Thoughtful Pinch app is designed to promote thoughtfulness with the click of a button and an upcoming unreleased Thoughtful Pinch product will make for the perfect gift for people in their greatest time of need. Barb is a welcome transplant to Colorado arriving in 2021 and her vision was crystal clear. Being married to a professional sports general manager, she understands the platform she possesses and has always had a passion for other people, the power of connection, and giving back. So much so that when she came to Colorado, she envisioned a world where all the pro teams would come together as one to make Denver a better place. In 2022, her vision became a reality as she brought together her counterparts from the Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and Mammoth. When determining the common interest between all the teams and the women involved, two local Colorado organizations stood out the most in A Precious Child and the Boys and Girls Clubs of Metro Denver, both of which center around the well-being of Colorado kids. In December, the group formed the Holiday Huddle, which raised over $8,000 to fund the first in-person holiday parties for the Boys and Girls Clubs. Since before the pandemic, it's going to be really fun to unpack all of this. Barb, welcome and thanks so much. Well, thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. It's a pleasure. So let's start simple. And just how would you describe a thoughtful pinch to somebody that doesn't know anything about it? Well, a thoughtful pinch is, is an umbrella of... I have a blog um, that I write um, that I was writing one time a week for seven years, um, and that was that's an amazing thing. I want to get back to that. Um, I have an Alexa skill that you can ask Alexa what the thoughtful pinch of the day is, and she will read off a paragraph of something that I you know, wrote. And then, um, I have an app, um, as you'd mentioned, um, it's called the thoughtful pinch app. Um, we are revamping it a little bit. It needs a little bit of tweaking and then we'll, um, we're going to launch that pretty soon. Um, and as you mentioned, there's going to be some new merchandise, um, to support like a situation that's not always easy to support. Um, and then I uh, founded a National Thoughtful Day. Um, and so that's all under the umbrella of a thoughtful pinch. But um, the actual name Thoughtful Pinch came about because um, I think a lot of people are thoughtful. They don't think they are. And I wanted the word pinch in there because it's just something little, like a pinch of salt or pinch me if I'm dreaming or, you know, just <laughs> a nudge. It. It's like a little nudge. Yeah. And I wanted the whole purpose it was for me to um, to relay to people that 
We all can't be Mother Teresa. We would love to be. But um, we can do little things in our little right. communities, in our families, anywhere. And so I want people to relate to the fact that when they see what I, the topic I'm writing about, they'll say, I do that. Oh, I guess I right. am thoughtful. I wanted to showcase the tiniest little things so that people can keep doing it and know that they are being thoughtful that's awesome well and i've seen the thing before that's like you have no idea what an impact a small act of kindness can have Mm -hmm. so anything that can encourages that is awesome so talk a little bit about national thoughtful day on august 28th you know what's behind it how you came up with it how people can take part in it Sure. Just kind of what what you're hoping it accomplishes. So National Thoughtful Day came because I, when I was writing blogs, I was always referring to this website called National Day Calendar. Mm. They have this silly, like, National Spaghetti Day, and they have all these silly things. And I was... I found myself using, um, I don't want to say using, but I was referring to the calendar and I would use those days as special days to promote thoughtfulness. So let's just say National Spaghetti Day, I'd make a batch of spaghetti and bring it over to a sick neighbor. Or And I started realizing, wow, um, people really, like, we could get into these days. National Broccoli Day, National whatever, National Karate Day or whatever. You know, you know someone who, you know, practices karate, so you want to like send him a text saying it's national karate day you know so i was i was realizing that that these national days like people get into it and um well, they're starting to, and hopefully then um, that National Thoughtful Day would be a day that people would become, will would use their thoughtfulness to either honor somebody who's thoughtful or to do something thoughtful. And um, the, the funny story about that is, is that um, I started, I wanted to know how do you get a thought, how do you establish a day? Right. How do you found a day? Right. So I went on the website and I submitted um, my plea that there should be a National Thoughtful Day. And I got rejected. I got rejected about two times. But the funny thing is, is that um, the owner of National Day Calendar, it was brought to his attention that I was writing blogs and I was tagging them and I was doing all this stuff. And he really liked what I was doing um, because he thought, okay, well, you're showcasing our calendar, but also... I love right. spreading this whole joy. He's a big right. joy. He loves being joyful and all of this. And so I'm like, if you like this, why aren't you letting me have a day? Right. Right. And I realized too, is that they, back in the day when it first started, some of these days are nationally sponsored and they were paying money to gotcha. do it. And he, st- he stopped doing that because he didn't want days to just be bought. And so I just kept like sharpening my pencil, like sending in another <laughs> application. And finally, I think on the third one, they're like, you've been accepted. Oh my gosh. And so, cause they didn't want it to be a business. So, and, and I'm like thoughtfulness of business. No, right. you know, like right. I'm not trying, like I have nothing to sell. I have nothing to yeah. like, you know, profit off of. Right. So once I got that kind of clue, um, I went in that direction and then he accepted it. So that's awesome. And, you know, kind of a sad state that we absolutely have to remind people it's a thoughtful day. Every day should be national thoughtful exactly. day. Exactly. Right? And I love, like, I love when you're talking about, you know, I just do small things and it's, it reminds me of that Maya Angelou quote that, you know, people won't remember what you said. They'll remember how you made them feel. Yes. Those people probably won't, that you brought spaghetti to, don't remember that you brought them spaghetti, or they may, 
they're just going to remember that you reached out and we're doing something to really make their day better. So I love it because, you know, having a vision to do something is one thing, but when you came to Denver in 2021, you have to try and, you know, make this vision become reality. So really kind of walk us through, you know, how did you even start with this process of bringing all the teams together and, and creating all these things around being thoughtful? So, yeah. So, really awesome. We lived in um, Minnesota for 14 years. And towards the end of that, uh, a girlfriend of mine said she she had very strong connections to the wild hockey team. Mm -hmm. And she knew I was connected to the Minnesota Vikings. And so she said, we should get our teams to do something together. I think that would be really awesome. You know, we have kind of a like we don't compete with each other. We can just do all these things. And I remember thinking, that's so great. Like we should do stuff. That impact would be amazing. Um, um, And but then I didn't know how to go back doing that and then I also thought well there's two um, baseball teams and there's how do we how do I pick one over the other and it didn't even matter because then um, my husband took a job here in Denver and one of the things I came to Denver and I started looking up the teams and I said wow we have one professional team for six sports out here and there's no competing there's no two you know there's not two baseball teams two football teams like in California and and so I thought, well, that would be great to get us all to do something together. And I kind of thought, well, how could we do that? And I thought, well, every team must have like either a GM or a president or something. And so luckily I met um, Tim Gelt, who uh, is my PR advisor, and I was telling him this vision. And he also wondered why we never did things together, right. like as a team. And yeah. um, and so he wanted to look into that. And he did. He found all the names of the, um, the wives, the GM or... Or the president's wives, and um, and then he brought them to me, and he said, "You know, what would you like to do?" And I said, "I'd like to reach out to them and see if they might be interested in teaming up to do something." Awesome. And we did our little homework. He went ahead, and um, we we're very transparent with every team. He wanted to see which organizations they support, um, and the common denominator was there were two organizations that were a no-brainer for me because my husband and I were are always focused on kid-based yep. um, uh, nonprofits and one was the precious child and the other was the Boys and Girls Club of Metro Denver and so I just thought this is amazing we don't even yeah. have to create anything there are these two organizations so let's meet up and we met up for coffee um, one time it's really hard to get uh, all of us because yeah. of our sports right. schedules are all different right. and so um, but we did meet up one time and I asked them how did they feel about getting together and mm-hmm. all of them everybody was like of course I mean this would be amazing so um, that was very easy that part was easy Um, but just getting us together was kind of hard but it was it was very nice and then since then there's been some there was a little movement some promotions and some people and so we're gonna get together again um, next Monday and we're gonna talk about a few things we could do for a precious child and the boys and girls club and so it's great yeah because each team obviously has its own community relations department and they're doing all that but this this is again has a very organic kind of feel to it grassroots love it so tell me a little about about where this drive comes for you i mean this is really to me it's it's the road less traveled 
you don't have to do any of this. Um, but where does this drive come for you to really want to contribute well, community-wise? Um, amazingly enough, every team has, like you said, a community relations department. And you just think, how easy? Okay, well, why don't you just go and you guys just get together? But being thoughtful and being um, generous with your time and support um, in these industries, there are there's a lot of red tape. You yep. know, you've got sponsor, you can, mm-hmm. you, you're stepping on toes, you can't, and it's it seems really easy, but um, if you have this vision, you kind of have to go along with what is going to make a win-win situation for everybody. And so we've had to delicately go around, but we've, we've, we've done a great job of identifying obviously the two um, organizations that we can all stand behind without stepping on anybody's toes. But, um, we want to be thoughtful in what we do. And one of the things is, you know, we, they, organizations have, money to give and donate but we want to also I wanted to find um, organizations that we really as most of us are moms that are you know in this group and we it tugs at our heart and so what would be a better impact is to use all of our teams, the fan bases for all of these teams coming together and wanting and seeing that, oh my gosh, the Rockies is teaming up with the Broncos. This is amazing. They're my two favorite, you know, like <laughs> I love, you know, you know, and it would just be amazing to just use that impact and get the most exposure as we possibly can yeah. for these two organizations. And so that's, that's been this driving force is the I just know the impact. I mean, we have a 52-man roster, right? So you have 52 players um, on the Broncos. And if they just send out a little tweet or this, I mean, that is impactful. And then if that's all the teams, like the Nuggets have X amount of players and they have this. And so I just think it would go a long way for the fans of Denver to see all their favorite sports teams coming together to do something for organizations that are helping the success of kids. And I That's think fantastic. it's, it's just, yeah. Was there an aha moment for you when you realized, Hey, I've got a platform here that I can really help make an impact. Was there, was there a, there an, was, um, we have an amazing community relations director, Ali, um, who would, she empowers me. She's the one that relayed to me that I can actually use um, our team as a, you know, like as a, as a base to go out and do good things. And when I started thinking, oh, wow, I can do that. I can do this. I thought, well, why not? Like, I'm going to yeah. use that as much as I can to get the ears and eyes of people to pay attention. And so when she brought that to my attention, it made me start, my wheels started turning in my head. And I said, well, what else can we do? I want to do this, this, and this. And the funny thing is, is um, a lot of these GM wives, present, they wanted, Mm -hmm. they're hungry to do something. They just need to be told what to do. So um, the aha moment is just to be, I mean, I I guess because where we were in Minnesota, um, I never really I had good relations with the community director but mm-hmm. I I just always told him like just put me on a speed dial list and yeah. so he would just call me for opportunities but he never gave me the like carte blanche like what would you like to do in the community and that I felt was like 
I felt like a princess. I was like, what? I could do whatever I want to? And they're like, within reason, like, let's look into what you want to do. And that, I felt, was amazing to me. Well, I love the mindset of it because, you know, I think pro sports gets a little bit of a bad rap that it's, what can I get out of this? Mm -hmm. And this is the opposite of that. It's taking this, oh, I can use the team and I can do this for myself. Instead, it's flipping that 180 degrees. How can I use this to go out and make the world better, which is, which I really admire. So, you know, you talked about it, but being in a family with a senior level uh, pro sports executive, I would equate it almost to like being in the military where, you know, you're just going to be moving around. That's just the nature of that business. Um, so first off, t- tell us what advice you might give somebody who's moved to a new place that that's looking to make a difference like what you've done here in Denver. Well, I just recently spoke. Well, first of all, my dad was in the Navy, so I kind of understood. I (laughs) didn't live somewhere for more than like two years. So us being with, you know, in the NFL, 14, that's that's, it's really rare. It's really rare. I was very lucky. I got to raise my kids in one spot for a while. So that was very rare. Um, But I was just um, telling one of our players, significant others, that, you know, when they all come together and you're going to have someone that just started playing in college and now they're playing in the, you know, now they're playing in in the pro league. Um, And then you have someone that they're on their 10th team and they're just, you know, you know, we're going through these motions. I, I always try to advise them like, there's a little, it's a small fraternity and you're the only people that know what's going through you're going through so make your friends I know you might be tired of it you're sick of meeting new people (laughs) it's like I you're they a lot of people build a wall because they're just like I I I can't do this I can't make friends and then leave them you know but um it's such a cyclical thing and and the connections will always kind of work out it's just an amazing thing that um, if you just invest a little bit to reach out, connect with somebody, it will come back it, in some way, shape or form. Completely I can't agree. even I have a lot of these weird moments that just like connect the connection yeah. just really comes back. And you you're you're grateful for that investment of that time. Well, that's why one reason I love this thoughtful pinch concept so much is because it's just that you never know when that's going to come back right? And, and how such even a small thing can make such a difference to somebody. You have no idea what people are going through. Right. They have no idea what you're going through. But if you're thoughtful, kind, that can change the complete course of somebody's day, life, whatever. You're right. That's why I love all this. Yeah. It's great. So can you give us a favorite success story? from some of this kind of work that you've been doing? Well, the, the, the one, and it's probably going to be my favorite, no matter how much we do from this point forward, was our very first um, party uh, for the Boys and Girls Club. It was a holiday party. Um, it was just this last year. And um, th- these kids hadn't had a in-person party for three years, you know, because of COVID. And so we all got together some, you know, if they weren't there, they, they, they donated a lot, you know, they, there was a lot of connection for this one party and just the people that showed up. I mean, you had the avalanche head coach, you had the Broncos head coach, you had, I mean, it was amazing. You had, um, the mammoth, they just won the championship. Um, I mean, they were there and it was just this amazing 
I just felt like I was on cloud nine because for all of us to get together and show up for these kids was just um, something that I had been thinking about for so long. And thanks to Tim, I was able to like put my vision into motion and it happened. And so I just, yeah, that's always going to be my favorite for no matter what, because it was the first time it was just, it all came together a little organically yeah. was not expecting, you know, head coach of the avalanche who just right. won the Stanley cup, you know, <laughs> I mean, it was so nice. And, um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was a great night. I, I love it. It's another example, put good stuff out and good stuff comes back. So mm-hmm. if you have, can you articulate kind of an, audacious or outrageous goal that you would have for National Thoughtful Day? Yes. I mean, this is going to sound so ridiculous. Of course, I put it on my birthday. Like when I when I had the choice, uh. they said, well, what day would you like to put this national day on? I didn't know I was going to have a choice. So <laughs> I thought, okay, well, I looked on the calendar. I saw that there was only a few things, but it my birthday, like I am one of those geeky people that loves to celebrate my birthday because I'm always so grateful for the year that I had and I'm so looking forward to the year that I'm going to have. And so I decided to have it on National Thoughtful Day. And so what I did last year, um, again, thanks to Tim, was I found four local people in the Denver metro area that I thought were super thoughtful. And I presented them with cookies and a poster and all of this, you know, we surprised them in their homes. And I was wanted them to know that somebody, meaning me, it could be anybody, thought that they were thoughtful. And so we presented that to them. And I'm hoping that those four will now pass the torch on to somebody else and then so on and so forth. Um, but I also think that people can just do just that it could be the littlest. I get notes all the time for I did this. It was so thoughtful and or this person's really thoughtful and thoughtfulness comes in so many shapes and sizes. That's why I never ran out of anything to write for my blog. I I wrote over 380 things and I can I have a list that's even longer of ways to be thoughtful. Um, And it's not just about gifts. It's not about sending cookies or a poster board or a plaque or anything. It's just doing something. And so my audacious uh, you know, vision of this is to like, it's I want it to be as big as Valentine's Day. Like, I really want it it to be, you know, something that, oh, you know, maybe they save up and they're in their head what they're going to do and be like, ah, National Thoughtful Day. Like, you know, I I got you or something like, and I want it to be this household thing. You know, like I want it to be, I Googled this or I'll Venmo you. Like, I want it to be like, I I pinched you or I thoughtful (laughs) pinched you or I got pinched from somebody. Like, I want it to be that. That's how audacious I'm going for. Love it. All right. We've got our marching order. Let's get to work. <laughs> so what what in, in this work really does give you hope for the future and excites you and keeps you going? Yeah, this is the part. Look, my... Uh, when someone asks me that, because I'll be, I do the, it's the littlest steps. You know, I have two kids and, you know, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to do as much as I can to be a good mom, yeah. a good wife, a good. And so I, I can only kind of poke little holes. And so, but what I'm trying to do in these little steps is, and my husband hates when I say this, but I just, when I leave, when it's time for me to go, I want to make sure that I've left behind something that 
people go, wow, what did we ever do without thoughtful pinch? Like, remember, what did we do before that? Like, I want to leave behind a legacy of changing the mindset of 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 how people think in um, and about thoughtfulness, because I do think people get overwhelmed. They think that they have to buy these huge gifts or they have to like, you know, be this person that's just so awesome and amazing when, as you said, like it just I smiled at the person that washed my car and and, and they actually said to me, wow, thank you for smiling. And I, I, it caught me off guard because I thought, well, everybody smiles when they get their car. It's all shiny and clean. And he's like, no, they don't. They're in a hurry. They're, you know, and I, you know, and in, in it to me, I just think, no, we're going to stop. And that these, you got to stop and do these things Be that are thoughtful it, right. because it's just, it's a matter of just, I mean, common decency, but also just like, you have to feel good. Like you, you're happy, right? Your car is finished. Right. It's clean. You should show that yeah. you're appreciative of that. Well, and in, in this time when it feels the country's becoming more, not less divided, mm-hmm. um, how much do I mean how important this is so important that this to me is the how we heal that yeah just small acts of kindness being courteous yeah um, being thoughtful towards each other Um, so I'm I'm behind you 150% so we'll change gears a little bit as we wind down Um, and what is something that you will read listen to or watch today okay I want to be profound, but I am a mom, so I am listening. Um, my son has learning differences, and so I am listening to an audiobook because I don't have time to sit down and read. So yep. I listen to an audiobook, and I'm going to screw. I think the title of it, I was, oh, Smart But Scattered Teens. And um, that's, it's fascinating because, you know, I just think, gosh, is my teen just like, what is he doing? Is he just like playing too many video games or whatever? And then come to realize, okay, their brain works a little differently. So I am, I am listening to books on tape. I also am someone that listens to (laughs) Broncos now because, um, I just, I choose that to just, um, get my news about what's going on there. And I'm kind of a nerd and I want to keep up with everything that's going on with the team. And, uh, yeah, those are the two things I listen to because I do a lot of driving in the car right (laughs) i wish they had do they have scattered and adults i I would i could i think that's that's why i'm actually listening to it because i'm like oh i think i think i know where he gets this from okay this is probably something that i have so yes so who who has been a role model for you in this work that you're doing who's been an inspiration you know i i you know i get my it is so crazy, but I don't have anybody famous or anybody. I just, I love when someone can have a vision of, you know, what they want to do in a community and then they go for it. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I listen to some of your, your podcasts and I, Bless you. I mean, I literally got goosebumps cause I'm just like, wow, they are really walking the walk and talking the talk. And I, you know, I, it's just inspiring. I don't, I don't have, it, it could be, you know, you know, a neighbor or something like that, but I do get a little bit of inspiration when I see someone actually just putting their mind to it and getting it done. I have a lot of great ideas. I just don't know how to execute it. So when I meet somebody that does both, I'm always very admirable of their qualities. So, yeah. And you've mentioned the Precious Child and Boys and Girls Club of Metro Denver. Is there any other organization out there that you 
you know, here, Minnesota, wherever you've been, that you really admire their work and want to give a shout out to? You know, um, we, I just actually went on this last yesterday or, or two days ago to a, um, an event. Um, it's called Fun Recovery and Fund with a D at the end of it. Um, because I do think that some of the, our, the people out there that really need mental um, help yeah. with and therapists or talk therapy or um, and, and, and the resources, if they don't have the resources to do that, it's so difficult. And so just creating awareness that um, and I, I do feel like. I, I do think that the pandemic um, really put a lot of yeah, people in that situation. Sure. And so then everybody really kind of needs someone to talk to um, or even just somewhere to be uh, where they're seen and heard. And so I, I, I did. I loved listening to um, what they had to say, and I, I wholeheartedly gave some money so that they can bring this awareness. But it's even just rolling up your sleeves and like actually doing work where you're finding therapists for people. I yeah. think is amazing, and just even spreading the word out is great. I think a lot of people um, want to um, help; they just don't know how to help. Right. And so, when an organization can tell you um, these are the ways you can help. Um, besides, you know, the money donations and stuff like that. I just think a lot of people are looking for that right now. Yeah. A lot of people. Uh-huh. I, I tend to like, um, one of the first things I did when I got here was I wanted, I volunteered to all uh, at a lot of places so that when new people moved in, some people would think it's chaotic to go ahead and start donating their time and effort in a new city. But some people find that grounding. They needed. Right. To, they need to, and I wanted to go to all these organizations so that I could like, what are you looking for? And I could tell them, oh, I've I've been and I've done. I've served food for this company and I've I've or this organization and this, and I feel like um, a lot of people find their roots in a new city right. faster if they could if they reach out Definitely. in the community. So great advice. Um, I love all of this. So if anybody listening wants to. Find your blogs or learn more about Thoughtful Pinch or support the work that you're doing. What's the best way for them to find you? Um, I'm on Instagram and also Facebook, but Instagram as at Thoughtful Pinch. Okay. And they can DM me there and um, I'd, gl- I'd love to hear their ideas or any other um, stories that they want to share with me because I'm always trying to blog about things that people find interestingly thoughtful. That's, it's fantastic. Barb, I could not um, admire what you're doing more. Like I say, I think it's the road less traveled. I just hope you keep going, and, and thank you for, for making a difference here in Denver. Well, thank you for having this show and for having me on it. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Barb for her devotion to making the world a more considerate place. This podcast has been brought to you by JC Charity Services. Running a nonprofit is hard, and if you'd like to learn how we can bolster your efforts and help your team reach its goals, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. Search for Thoughtful Pinch on Instagram and Facebook to follow Barb and support National Thoughtful Day on August 28th. Check the show notes for links, and if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you'd share it with a friend. Until next time, I hope you're inspired to find a way to make our world better. Thank you.